Hi, and welcome to It's Fine, You're Fine, We're Fine, a spiritual journey transforming consciousness one conversation at a time. Guess what? In the grand scheme of eternity, we are all fine. Everything is fine. Join Tony and Dr. Matt in our weekly deep dive of all things healing, transformation, and awakening. Hey, everybody. Hello. Hope you guys have had a good week and enjoyed listening to all of our episodes, especially the Q&A episode that we did. Yes. Let us know if you liked that kind of style and that format. That's something that we just decided to play with and thought might be a good idea, especially when we get to those moments where we have kind of a stockpile of questions. So we definitely love any feedback that you have about that, which you can, of course, always send on our Instagram. It's fine. You're fine. We're fine. And feel free to email us to podcast at it's fine.online. Yeah. Plus it's a freebie. It's like getting to ask one of us a question that you could in a session, but yeah, everyone gets to benefit by uh, hearing the answer. Mm-hmm. So. so keep sending your questions in and we will keep getting to them at some point, whether they be just in our kind of regular episodes or if they find their way into a Q&A episode. And remember, questions are always good. No question is dumb or stupid. If you don't know if it's an appropriate question for the show, send it in anyway and we'll let you know. Yeah. Cool. So it's fine moments. As always, that's what we start with. So my it's fine moment. It's so funny. Tony and I were talking and I feel like every week that the podcast gets here when on our days for recording I'm always like oh shit what was my it's fine moment it's like I forget that it's a thing so when I was thinking about it I recognized that I actually had a moment yesterday and we're recording on Wednesday this week so it would have been on Tuesday and so one thing that I'm focusing on a lot in my life right now within my work as a healer is really creating more of a focus of what I want to work on clients with, you know, and my clients are always other healers. And so in the past, it's always been like, okay, whatever healers, whatever problems you have, things you're struggling with, come and we'll address it, right? Which has always been great, but I've really been feeling that call to focus more on teaching healers how to own their power and heal whatever wounds are in the way of their power. So I'm currently taking an online course that is really about kind of marketing and clarifying your message, but from a more human design perspective. So it's really just about like sharing authentically versus like super, you know, salesy, which I definitely connect to that more. And so I've really been kind of honing in more and more that owning your power. And one thing that we had to do for this like previous module was even create like within that kind of subcategory of our work, we had to create a specialization, which for me is I've chosen self-sacrifice because that is one of the power wounds that I've been addressing with people. And I recognize like as healers that like that self-sacrifice is one thing that so many healers struggle with. And I know that I had that on my, in my own life. And so I had this moment where I was like, okay, this was really good. This was charged. Like, this is totally it. I'm super excited about it. And then all of a sudden, like, that fear brain kicks in and it's like, all right, Matt, if you narrow your work too much, like you're not going to have any clients. No one's going to want this. This is stupid. This isn't going to help anyone. Like this is not a good idea. And of course, like, you know, as I'm hearing that, I'm like, all right, like 
this is not true. It's fine. It's okay to like take the risk or to take the chance. Because of course, you know, logically I know even in things that I've learned that creating more of that focus is actually a really great idea. Right. But like the fear part of my brain, like really wanted me to believe that doing that is going to create scarcity and it's going to create lack. And thankfully, I was only in that for maybe two or three minutes before I kind of, you know, woke up out of the fog and recognized that pattern. I was able to remind myself that it's going to be fine. It's fine right now. Everything is fine. I always have the ability and the capacity to make everything work. And then it was like kind of just like a, like a heavy weight lifted. You know, it was almost like it makes me kind of think of even in this moment as I'm sharing like this, this deep wound kind of making its way to the surface and then me not choosing to get stuck back in it or sucked back in it, but choosing instead to stay more in that love space, that it's fine space, that it really was able to empower me in a way to where that energy of that like deeply rooted wound was able to lift and kind of just move its way out of my consciousness, which absolutely gives me more access to like just the trust and the hope and the faith that it's a great idea and that's all going to work out and it's going to be fine. Cause it is fine. It is always fine. Woo-hoo! Right. Like as humans, we be tripping. We really do way too much. We and really I'm like, do. Matt, sit the fuck down and calm down. Everything's fine. <laughs> we really do. Uh. It's like, you know, you've made it this far and it's worked out for you. Right. And I don't feel like I worked that hard. I mean, I've worked hard in terms of like never giving up. Right. Right. Um, and for me, which really like is a huge deal. Like when we really think about it, because it's so easy to give up, especially if it feels like things are going to take a lot of time. Um, that's a little hint for today's episode. Yeah. Um, just a little teaser. A okay, teaser. So I won't, I won't start teaser. going into that. We'll save it from when we actually dive into the content right. for today. What was um, your it's fine moment? Mine's super fresh. Uh, I think I mentioned in our um, last regular episode that I was going to take a little trip right. um, to Maine. And I did, and it was absolutely amazing. I had the best time ever. It was gorgeous and so fun. And then okay. it was time to fly home, which I was also looking forward to. And um, we had a connecting flight in Charlotte, North Carolina, which Charlotte airport was Mm -hmm. um, great until uh, our flight somehow decided that it was not going to take off. (laughs) Playing games. (laughs) We're going to play playing some games. So our flight was supposed to leave at like around 645. And um, we got to our gate and, we had already, you know, we had been like just walking around the airport because we had been there for a couple hours, um, you know, waiting to make that connection. And, you know, we got to our gate, which they changed our gate about four times that day as well. No, thank you. On opposite ends of this giant airport, oh too, by the way. So I think Emma checked our steps and it said that we had walked like three miles. Damn, just an airport? <laughs> just in the, all we'd done was wow. been to the airport that day. You got so. your cardio in. Right. So, <clears throat> you know, we make it to our gate. We get there. It says 10 minutes to boarding. So we're like, perfect. Let's go to the bathroom, you know, like get our stuff out of our bags that we're going to, you know, our headphones, all that stuff. And, uh, and then it's time to board. 
So we both do all that stuff. 10 minutes passes. Nobody's on the plane. It says like, you know, one minute to boarding or whatever. And nobody has said anything. And uh, nobody's gotten on the plane yet. So 10 minutes goes by. Now it just says delayed. Mm. You know, they pushed it back about, about 10 minutes. But there's no way pushing it back 10 minutes that all of these people, by the way, this is a completely booked full to the brim flight. So there are probably 200 people. I mean, I don't know how many people fit on a plane. Okay. I'm going to guess around 200. And the plane said, no more Corona. Everybody come on. Right. <laughs> uh, 30. Yeah. I'm like thinking like 30 rows of six. Yeah. 180. Yeah. So completely booked to the brim flight and uh, people are starting to get restless. There's a lot of kids there too. That they were not happy. And they were not happy. There's a, a, some kids over in the corner singing Jolene by Dolly Parton. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so loud Those and doing jumping jacks. Oh, oh they were so cute. And then I were, got a real kick out of them. But, um, you know, about 30 minutes after, after this point, they come on and they say, oh, you know, there's been a delay with catering. The catering crew is here and they're going to blah, blah, blah. And pretty much on. everyone in this gate just was turning around looking to the, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Catering. <laughs> right. Like, you're not even allowed to have a, you know, they're not even handing out bottles of water on the plane, uh, you know, for, I won't say their name. Okay. I won't say which airline, but they're not even handing out bottles of water. So we're like catering, like is are all of a sudden there's going to be a buffet line? Like what's <laughs> the deal? <laughs> like okay, I guess it's worth the wait, but maybe not. Um, so we're like that's really weird. Also, there was no catering truck there. But then a few minutes later, a catering truck mysteriously just appears mm-hmm. out there and just parks. Then, um, then about 30 minutes later, they're like, actually, there's a mechanical issue with the plane. We're like, oh, so yeah. that catering truck, was, that was just a diversion, I guess. I'm imagining this as an episode of Scooby-Doo for some reason. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what it felt like. Uh. Um, so at this point, you know, we've been sitting there now for a while, starting to get on. We've been there waiting for an hour, no explanation, an hour and a half, no explanation. Um, you know, two hours, we're still sitting there. There's a long, a line that's starting to form when they just change the gate uh, display to say flight closed, mm. not flight canceled, flight closed. Then the guy gets on to the, you know, the loudspeaker and says, um, Unfortunately, we're not able to find, there's a mechanical issue with the plane. We're not able to find an alternative aircraft. So we're closing this flight and everyone needs to come up and see me. So we get in line with 200 other people. Gotta be pushing everybody out there. (laughs) Oh, people, kids, anybody. And there's only two people that are working these lines. And, uh, we wait in line for another hour, hour and 15. And we get up there and they've said, you know, you, there's a later flight going out tonight at, at uh, like 1045 or 11. Um, 
if you fly, stand, you can choose to fly standby on that flight. But if you do, we're trying to rebook this flight for tomorrow morning. You'll be releasing your seat to this flight, to the flight tomorrow morning, which means you would then, if you didn't get on the 1040 flight, be having to fly standby tomorrow Nothing. at any point. If you don't get on the early morning flight, you're going to fly standby in the afternoon. If you don't get on that flight, you'll be flying standby in the evening. So I was just like, you know what? This is fine. Please give me the hotel voucher. And our cute little, um, the cute little woman that was helping us, she was like, Senor Perez, I'm going to give you some, the nice one. <laughs> she gives me um, a voucher for the Radisson. No Ramada in. Was she a little Hispanic lady? She was. Her Ooh, name was Nadia. Like, thank you, Dad, for making me a Perez. Right. Senior <laughs> Perez. Um, so, you know, we took our our Radisson voucher and our $12 food vouchers, uh, even though nothing at this point was open in the airport. Right. And got to our hotel, got checked in, all of these things. And by this time, it is now, oh, Here's the kicker also. <laughs> How could I forget? They told us that we were, I said, so what, where do we go get our bags? Just baggage claim. And they're like, oh, unfortunately, your bag has already passed through security. We're not actually able to give you your bag. Mm. So your bag will be on the flight tomorrow. So I'm like, okay. Great. You can go down to customer service and get an overnight kit. So we're like, great. We get down there. We get our prison toothbrushes. At <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have protection. Right. <laughs> right. In case I need to shake, shake somebody. That's right. Uh, we get back to our hotel, do the whole thing. I wash my underwear in the sink, then blow dry them. <laughs> <laughs> It was just quite the experience. Emma's like, like I little house on the prairie. Right. I used my prison toothbrush. Emma was not about it though. You know, she was like, I would rather just not brush my teeth than use that. And I was <laughs> she's like, I'll have a mint. I'm like, okay, wow. It was just quite the funny experience. But the you know, and it was like this thing where like we've now we're not on the flight. We are gross. We have there's it's too nothing is open there's nothing to eat we didn't eat dinner we're gonna have to get on the plane tomorrow with all of these people with our clothes that we had already been traveling in and sitting in the airport all day but we just went to bed you know right. it's just like let's right. just go to bed like just point? like it's gonna be you know we're fine right. like it's gonna be exactly the way that it needs to be we got on the plane the next morning and we're thinking like, okay, where's the rest of the people? And we were basically flying okay. <laughs> on this flight in the morning. There's only like 30 people in it. So I guess that was a blessing. We had a night in Charlotte at the Radisson. Okay. Uh, fancy. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then we, um, we had a lot of room to spread out and, just let it be what it was. I told Emma, like, who knows? Maybe had we got on, and this is this is another like key into where we're gonna go in our conversation to our deep dive is maybe if we would have been on that other flight, like, who knows what would have happened on that plane? Right. 
or and I, I and I also started I said to Emma, you know what? Thank you for the person that does their job that knew that there was a mechanical issue on the plane. Right. I'd rather be sleeping in the Radisson with a prison toothbrush and washing my sink in the underwear than falling out of the sky. <laughs> Bitch, like for real, though. Like if those are my choices, I guess it's easy. I take the Radisson over and over right. again. I'll take be hangry, right? Because you know that's all I'm focused on. Is oh, me too. Hangry. Me too. And when we were leaving the airport, and uh, Emma's like, "I don't care where we. I don't, I'm not really worried about it." I was like, right, "That's all I'm worried about." <laughs> I don't get some food. Right. I eat McDonald's. I don't give a shit. Right. Whatever the some food is, but you know. It worked exactly how it needed to. And all I can say is thank you to Nydia. Thank you okay. to that particular airline. Thank you to the Radisson. Uh, and it's fine. <laughs> this episode is not sponsored by the Radisson Hotel. <laughs> FYI, and Charlotte, Radisson, if you're listening and you want to be our sponsor. We will accept thank it. Thank you. We'll always receive you. Yes. Uh, so that was my It's Fine this this week. That was a juicy one. Yeah. Mm. So our remember, if you ever want to share any of your It's Fine moments with us, you can always send those to us on our Instagram or you can email them to us, podcast at itsfine.online. We may share them on the show and we may not, but we still would always love to hear about it. Yeah. And so today's deep dive is really all about time being our ally. You know, like Tony and I were talking earlier, and I know that I often experience people having like kind of lots of maybe maybe even the better word is resistance to time right like and because time is so much more than maybe like just that kind of linear version of how we often think about it you know and like time helps us in so many ways and if when we resist time it's not going to help us right? right like it's gonna be our enemy but when we can be open to this idea of like time being our ally and we'll talk about how that is in a minute and time helping us then it really can be like one of our greatest assets that we can use you know like one thing that I always think about when it comes to time is that and especially like when you think about like time and space like in that density of like how we have it here on earth it gives us this opportunity to kind of create delays between like the moment that we have thoughts and those thoughts becoming our reality, right? And we've talked about in previous episodes about like how our thoughts shape our reality. Um, so if you've not listened to those episodes, you definitely recommend going back and listening to those episodes. So when you think about like time shaping our reality, like in this kind of physical earthly dimension, or thoughts shaping our reality on time. Right. Like imagine if every thought that you had instantly manifested yeah, the world probably would have like imploded and exploded like forever ago. And guess what? In previous civilizations that uh, we as, know, we weren't human beings at that time. You're going to try to take us back to Lemuria. Yes, that has okay. happened. And when it yeah. did, that's what ended up happening. Mm -hmm. um, time is an operating system. Mm -hmm. It makes sure that everything can be happening in a way that is harmonious. Yep. You know, the, the healing school that I went to Delphi university, the lady who started it, her name is Patricia Hayes. So she used to work for this medium back in like, I think maybe 50s, 60s time. His name was Arthur Ford. And so he got a lot of his fame because he cracked the Houdini code. 
um, which was like, so basically after Harry Houdini died, he channeled Harry like to his wife and like they had a little code that if they, if whoever died first would like come back through someone and say like those specific words and that would prove if there was an afterlife or if there wasn't. And so lots of mediums tried to like channel that, but Arthur Ford was the only one that was able to. And so like he has always still like kind of been a big part of Delphi, like long after he passed away. And there's some of the teachers there that, that channel him. And they like used to do these groups where people would come and like listen and could ask questions. And so sometimes one time someone asked this question of like, what is the afterlife like? And he described it by like, if I want an apple, I just think of myself eating an apple and it's there. He's like, if I want to sit on my porch and smoke a cigar, I just think of myself sitting on my porch and smoking a cigar and I'm there and that's what I'm doing. And so, you know, there, like, there isn't that density of, like, that time and space of kind of how we have it here on Earth, like, in this human form. And so thoughts instantly manifest. So imagine, like, here on Earth, if we had that the same way, because you know some of the thoughts that you've had. Most of us have, like, crazy thoughts, right? But time gives us the opportunity to check in with ourselves to say, okay, is that thought like who I am? Is that who I'm committed to being? You know what? That's not who I'm committed to being. That thought that I just had, if I'm going to run this bitch off the road because they driving right, that's not who I'm committed to being. So I'm going to bring myself back to love. I'm going to bring myself back to being in the moment. I'm going to bring myself back to understanding, right? So then like, like it takes a lot more fear energy to create like from that place than it does love energy. So when you think of time and you've kind of maybe emitted consciously or unconsciously those fear energies, when you bring yourself back to that love energy, no matter how much time has passed, it has a greater possibility of kind of catching up with that fear energy and transforming those things. So like time really is our friend. It truly is. It is the thing that's looking out for us Literally. making sure that we are safe that we're actually truly getting the thing that we most want mm -hmm. that we most want if you think about it time is a ride or die bitch she is okay she always got our back wait is it father time mother time i don't know what the archetype well, is but we just they can also be non-binary so <laughs> like who knows they yeah um but so like you know when you really think about because one thing that I notice a lot, like people with time is being impatient, mm -hmm. right? And it's easy to have expectations of like wanting things to kind of hurry up and happen right now. And, you know, like Tony was mentioning earlier, like even back in Lemuria, like when we, when consciousness wasn't so like physical and like so dense yet, and it was still a little more ethereal, there was a lot less kind of time in between like our thoughts and when those things became a reality, Right. Um, damn, what the hell was I going to say about that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like being patient. Oh, yes, right? yes. Um, so like when you think of now, like having the opportunity, like it, it's like we want to let ourselves be grateful and like have gratitude that time gives us that opportunity. So when it feels like things are taking too long and you notice yourself being impatient, Maybe in those moments, try to remind yourself that, you know what, like however much time this is taking is okay. And maybe there are things that like, I'm not even aware are happening at play. Kind of like when Tony was sharing about like, 
like about your it's fine moment exactly right? that's like, exactly what i was thinking i was of. thinking you know like the mechanical issue like they knew there was time it waited but like what if like that wasn't there and everybody would got on the plane and y'all would have fell out the sky we right. wouldn't be having this episode right now exactly um and i probably would go jump off a mountain <laughs> I mean, not really. Because he loves me. Well, good yeah. thing that your thoughts are not manifesting immediately. Right, because I'd be, be falling off, off a mountain. mountain right now. <laughs> Case and point. Right? right. And that's the thing, right? Like, and I'm not going to say too much about this next part because that would be a whole other episode. Um, but it's really easy to have such an identity like with the thoughts that we have and even to be in denial about some of the wild crazy ass thoughts that we have so like you know in a way it's like if those things were manifesting so quickly it would give us an opportunity to, to maybe become more aware of those things mm -hmm. but the cost and the risk of that in my opinion would be too great right like it would Absolutely. not be worth it right like and so i i personally have always allowed myself to well I should say on my healing journey, I have allowed myself that kind of openness to let time be my friend. Like, like even like more than that, like let time be my teacher, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like that's maybe even a better word than just friend because time like really is like, okay, hold on, sit down, be patient. And when I think of that, I feel like the, what time really gives us or, or helps us cultivate is trust right. right like trusting that no matter how much time something is taking doesn't mean it's not possible doesn't mean it's not going to work out it doesn't mean that it can't still happen and the more that like that trust wavers or we come into doubt then we create that possibility that maybe those things aren't going to happen but when we can keep bringing ourselves back to that trust exercising that muscle muscle cultivating <laughs> our <laughs> muscle uh speaking of wealth cultivating that like <laughs> Um, trust muscle in that relationship right. with it, I feel like that at that point, like there's nothing that is impossible. Right. And there is also the element of time giving you the opportunity to, there are things that I thought at one point that I wanted that after a little time passed, I'm grateful to that time wow. because I was able to get even more crystal clear mm -hmm. on what it is that I actually did want yeah. or do want. And had I not had that time, my life would be different than it is now. Mm -hmm. And I probably wouldn't be here right, right now, you know? Mm -hmm. So thank you time. I love that. Like even thinking of that kind of as like a mantra, right? Like, yeah. thank you time. Well, and time also is an interesting thing too, where it really kind of plays into resource scarcity um, and abundance. Like mm -hmm. I love to affirm that I have more than enough time. Mm -hmm. I have plenty of time. Mm -hmm. I have all the time I need. Time is never running out. Yeah. It can't run out. It's an infinite source. That's something that like, I look at that specific piece about, you know, like I have so much time, I have plenty of time. 
when it comes to my healing, mm -hmm. because it can be so easy to like, kind of be like, okay, I just want to hurry up and I have to suffer anymore. So I've got to hurry up and do all this healing. <laughs> got to do all this transformation so I can get to that like final destination of like feeling okay and feeling good. But like what I've learned is putting all that pressure on ourselves creates a lot of expectation. Then it gets overwhelming and then it really just like fucks things up. Right. right. So like what I've learned is always to take myself back to like almost an exact mantra like that of I have all the time in the universe. I have eternity. I have all the time I need. Everything's fine. And we say that a lot mm -hmm. um, in this podcast, like eternity. Literally eternal we have that. forever. Mm -hmm. Time is not going anywhere. Yeah. And that's great because mm -hmm. that means that you will always have a friend. There's you'll always have something in your corner when there's time at play. Mm -hmm. And time will always be at play as yeah. long as you're existing in the 3D realm. And it's all still possible. I love it. You know, I love that you were talking about like having an abundance of time because so often in the conversation of abundance, like I feel like it gets so centered around and focused on money and like finances and like resources in that respect. But like, it's so, so important to recognize that we literally have an abundance of time also. So, you know, those things that you find that maybe you're putting pressure on yourself about or that you feel like have to hurry up and happen remember that like it's okay if things take a little longer just let yourself be present in the moment right like we just talked about in what two episodes ago like how much power there is in being present in the moment yeah. so when we get stuck in that like lack or scarcity around time it can be so easy to stay living in the future and like that like magic that we're looking for in life and like what we want to create it's not happening by us living in the future right? It's happening by us living right now in the moment and having that like acceptance of where we are. Because if you're always judging the moment and living in like kind of that fear wound space of the moment, and that then catapults you into the future, you're putting fear into like all those things that you want to create and manifest. Right. And so there's not going to be a resonance there that can actually make those things happen for you. It's an automatic block. Yeah. It's like we talked about, you know, in that episode that like, like let yourself kind of fall in love with being human, right? Like let yourself like fall in love with like living life. Like stop trying to live for this final destination, right? Like, when it comes to eternity, there is no final destination. Our consciousness is always evolving, right? Like we're awakening, we're transforming. That's always in process. It's just changing forms. Like we know that energy cannot be like created or destroyed, right? Like it's that's just physics. always. Exactly. That's not even spirituality. Exactly. That's physics. Like that is scientifically proven over and over and over and over and over. Right. It just changes forms right like it takes on different shapes and that's all we're doing as human beings having this or as spiritual beings having this human experience like our consciousness as it evolves takes on those different forms but like if you get so caught up in not having enough time that you're not allowing yourself to really be in the moment like you really are missing the point on your path of evolution and you may be living in the illusion right that you're maybe ascending or enlightening or all that other shit but like in reality you're not doing that right like you're just it's just some like def like def like defense mechanism or maybe like trauma response because it's so interesting you know sometimes we think that living in the moment like there's too much pain there 
But when there's pain, it's because we're living in the past or in the future, Exactly. right? When we live in the moment, that's where we can access our joy, our peace, our stillness, our clarity, freedom, possibility, all of those things that we want to. So please, 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 please remember that time is here to be your ally. Time is here to be your teacher. Have more acceptance of time. Have more patience and have more grace with yourself because y'all, it's all fine. It's all fine. You got plenty of time. Mm, That's another (laughs) t-shirt. It's all fine. You got plenty of time. Hopefully when Michael listens to this, he's going to maybe take a note um, because we always forget to. He said he was going to talk to Emma about them getting on our merch line. Because they're both like, I mean, Tony and I are really creative too. Um, but like, so are Michael and Emma. Yeah. And since, you know, we're the the host of the show, right. they can be our behind, they can be our artistic directors mm-hmm. or our merch creators. <laughs> it's fine. You got time. Or what, how did you say it again? Uh, I don't know. We'll hear it when we listen back. It's fine. You got plenty of time. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Ooh, that's so, that gives me the chills. <laughs> like I want it on a t-shirt right now. Oh my gosh. That's good. I just love like when we're in channel and like shit just comes out. I know. That's like one of my, that's one thing that I've always loved about channeling all these years, like for clients is that I learn, or I should say I have learned and continue to learn so much just from channeling for clients that like I've never read in a book or learned from a teacher or anything like that, you know, and that's what's so powerful is when we give ourselves time, right? And the time to like really explore who we are and to explore our life and to have that healing, that transformation, that awakening, whatever it is, like it really gives us that possibility of connecting not only to our power, but like really recognizing who we are and just how much exists outside of just us, right? right? Like really how infinitely expansive let's even say the multiverse is Mm -hmm. right like it's more than just the universe yeah Mm. okay yeah i'm gonna get him a stab (laughs) that's how tony and i speak in tongues in case y'all are wondering (laughs) it's fine yeah um let's see what else about time time's our ally it's your teacher it's fine you have plenty of it you have an abundance of it right be patient trust what else oh uh you were touching on um living into the future Mm -hmm. or living into your past and that's another aspect that i want to say uh have gratitude for and that our thoughts are not instantly manifesting because you would never be moving forward because we're mm. constantly pulling our pain mm-hmm. into the present moment It'd from our past experiences. So imagine if time did not exist, you would be stuck in your very first painful moment forever. Right. Woo! Good. That's For heavy. No, thank eternity. you. Eternity. You would just be stuck to you being. Hey. You know, honestly, in this human life, you being taken out, you know, how it brought into the world, exiting your mother's womb. Mm. As human beings, they're, you know, and especially two people, Matt and I both have, you know, done a lot of work around and seen a lot around that first traumatic moment that people exist. I know Matt does... You, if you haven't done Yandi with Matt yet, 
do your inner child work with Matt. But you will notice how many... I don't even, they weren't even traumas as a kid, but those little moments that, yeah, defining moments that affected, affect us Mm -hmm. into long into our adulthood. If we're not conscious to. I always like to tell clients that trauma is less about what happens and more about how we relate or respond to what happens that determines if it's a traumatic event for us or not. Right. Um, And, uh, you know, like I was saying though, but being stuck living into our past or pulling from our past because without time, how would we ever move out of those painful situations? Mm -hmm. You know, they really, they say time heals all wounds and that's no lie. Which they say must exist because they true. Exactly. Now it don't heal all wounds by itself. You got to do the work, but like it's there. It's almost like time gets to be the container in a way, right? right? Like for us to do the work in. Right. You know, too often I hear people talk about the construct of time and like looking and there is no time and all this other shit. And it's like, baby, come back down to earth. Sorry. I love <laughs> to hit the table when y'all hear those sounds like that. I get animated when I talk with my hands. But it's like, baby, come back down to earth in this moment we're here because there is time. And we're human it ain't beings. It's just a construct. Right. It's a part of like, like when you have denser energy, denser vibrations, it moves more slowly. So like time is going to be a thing anywhere where you have more physical reality because energy moves more slowly. And even the concept of fast and slow, if you want to see time is so much your ally that if you want to see time expand, meaning make more time or time drag, you know, there are ways to do this and just play with this with yourself. Think about what it's like to sit in the DMV for an hour. How long does it feel like you've been sitting in the DMV when you've only been there for 15 minutes? Right? Or how long does it feel like you've been doing a plank or running or Mm push-ups? You know? (laughs) But then how long does it feel like you've been having out to lunch with your best friend? Mm Mm-hmm. Or usually I feel like, oh, dang it, we're already on vacation already. Vacation, you know, how did a week already go by? How did two weeks already go by? You know, that's a, these are interesting ways to see like how time uh, expands and retracts. It's like how we experience time is going to be dependent upon if we're living in the past and the future or if we're living in the present moment. Right. And everyone has that ability to decide that for themselves. Absolutely. Let time be your teacher and your ally, please. Yes. You won't regret it. It's fine. It's here for you. Remember, it's fine. You've got plenty of time. Oh, my God. Mm, God, I'll be saying that all day now. (laughs) Just please believe it. (laughs) Um, Okay. So on to our questions, our Q&A segment. And remember, if you have any questions that you want to send in, you can always do that on our Instagram. It's fine. You're fine. We're fine. Or you can send them to us by email, podcast at it's fine.online. And of course, if you know other ways to get a hold of us, you can always send your questions really any way that you know that you can. Um, so this week's first question is, what are your favorite book recommendations? What do you think, Tony? What are some like favorite books that you love? Healing, transformation, all of those juicy things. Um, most currently I'm getting off of reading, um, 
The Four Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss. That was really good. Um, and I would also mention Leave This in Your Bathroom mm. uh, and Gain Enlightenment in a Year by Everest Asher. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that one's really good. Be Here Now, mm. obviously. Um, heart, totally. Uh, Ram no, Dass. That Ram Dass. Uh, that's another good one though. All of Eckhart of Tolle's books, uh-huh. the power of now specifically audiobook on that one. Mm-hmm. Chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. Like that one in your headphones, audiobook, 10 minutes a day, life-changing yeah. and a new earth. Mm-hmm. Eckhart Tolle. Can't, is it Tolle or Tolle? Okay. Who knows? Uh, yeah. Um, you guys know, or can look it up at least you guys know. Um, and then I mentioned this book before, but don't just sit there by be it Simkin. Um, absolutely fantastic. Um, and these are all more like, I would say spiritual new age books, Mm -hmm. um, meditate, you know, kind of, some of them are more guides and more practical and others are more leave you with things to really chew on or right. think about. Um, and then the artist's way by Julia Cameron. Mm. We both have read that yes, one so and good, that one you can read over and over and over and over again and do those practices. Then those practices, yeah, no matter how long you do mm. them, will you'll always find benefit from them. If you're looking to connect to like any aspect of writing. It's great. There's another book too, and actually I read this like, God, I remember it was 15 years ago. Well, maybe more like probably 12 years ago, which you recommended it to me by Julie Cameron called The Right to Write. Mm, mm-hmm. And like that one totally changed and flipped my whole perception and world on writing and helping me like realize like that I was a writer. And so if that's something, cause writing can be very healing, right? So if that's something you want to connect to, like really any book by her, but those two are really great. I was even going to say, to, if you are interested in knowing more about Julia Cameron, who she is, and how many artists mm-hmm. and creatives, when I say artists, I mean everyone from healers, teachers, coaches, to uh, blockbuster, like movie directors, filmmakers, authors, painters, sculptors, you name it. Her autobiography, Floor Sample, was fucking amazing she Mm. talked about you know her years in santa fe and when she was married to martin sorsese and just great book so she's amazing we love julia cameron Mm -hmm. yeah big fans big 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 fans fans. um you know i like love there's a another couple books i'll add to that like so the first self-help book i ever read when i was 15 was the law of attraction Mm -hmm. by Mm -hmm. esther and jerry hicks I mean, really anything by them is great. Like, I mean, and sometimes like the way they speak about it can be pretty metaphysical, but like it really does explain energy and vibration and how it all works in such a, like a profound way. Um, so if you've ever like read The Secret, but not read The Law of Attraction, go read The Law of Attraction because The Secret was based on that and you're going to get more of what it actually is in reading The Law of Attraction. And there's tons of books on it, but like one of like, the first ones that started it all was the one by Esther and Jerry Hicks. So I always recommend that. Another book that I really like, um, and I've read this one like more recently, 
Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. Oh my god, I can't even that's believe got, that I didn't mention Elizabeth. That's got so many good nuggets for like about like just your own relationship with your creativity and then like bringing that out into the world. Like anything about her is great. Like Liz of course Gilbert she wrote, does not write a bad book. Right. And she's um first kind of got her fame for Eat Pray Love. So like you may be familiar with that book, which of course is great too. Um but Big Magic, like it's juicy. I it's like so it. so good. I've read that book like mm-hmm. probably three times. Yeah. Yeah. It's I really good. I love that one. There are, so this next book that I'm going to talk about, it's pretty almost impossible to find, um, but it's still great. So if you're up for doing the work to find it, it's so worth it. So there's this book, or it's technically two books. It's volume one and volume two called Spiritual Anatomy, and it's written by Marshall Smith. Um, and it's, there's book one and there's book two. So, and they were written by one of the, my teachers at Delphi. And so that's why they're kind of hard to find because they're not like widely published. I'm pretty sure like you may even only be able to find them through Delphi. Like you may have to literally call them and ask them if you can purchase the book from their little like bookstore. But like that book, Spiritual Anatomy, like I have learned the most about like consciousness and healing and even like how disease manifests and like the relationship of like our thoughts and emotions and how they impact the physical body and just all the ways our different energetic layers communicate with one another. Like I've never learned more than what I learned, like not only taking those classes at Delphi, but like in reading those two books, like they are so informative and like really it's almost like it takes so many different like thought systems and other books and things like that from forever ago and really kind of puts it all into one in a way that's like a lot easier to understand it's if you're willing to do the work to find those books like it's totally worth it let me borrow it yeah like (laughs) it's good i think i only even have currently my book two i don't know where my book one is i've loaned it out to someone so if you got it bring it back so i can borrow it right oh and another juicy book if you're interested in like christ consciousness at all yeah there's a book called anna grandmother of Mm -hmm. jesus that it's a much more, it's like a channeled book and it's a much more like metaphysical aspect of the Christ consciousness, but it's so good. And I don't think I've ever resonated with something that speaks about Christ consciousness as much as I do with that book. So like, that's definitely worth a read too. Yeah. Um, Any others you can think of? See, Sophia Code by Kaya Ra is also really good. Again, that's uh, similar to what Matt's saying, a channeled book and everything is figured outable by marie forleo is also great Uh, sure there's others that i'm not thinking of but i think that's a pretty good list to get you started yeah see then our other question is a fun one (laughs) do aliens exist short answer right yes Yes. (laughs) um we'll say a little bit about that because we were talking like we really could actually create like a whole episode just about like cosmic consciousness because like like tony said short answer like yes aliens exist is that necessarily the correct terminology to use like maybe not but it's really about like cosmic consciousness and cosmic beings and the thing is is like us as souls we don't necessarily always incarnate to earth it's possible to incarnate to other star systems other planes of consciousness other like potentially universes right 
So some of you here in a physical body right now have had other lifetimes where you were not here on earth and you were in whatever form it was that like that place shapes and takes on. Right. Um, so yes, do aliens exist? Yes. Do a lot of aliens that are alive on the earth right now even know that they are? Not no. all of them do. <laughs> um, is it possible that some of them are aware in terms of thinking more like when we watch like movies and TV and not necessarily, not necessarily the aliens that are like monster-like, right? But ones that are like here, maybe learning from earth or whatever, maybe hiding out on earth and aware that they're from somewhere else. Like, yeah, that's possible. There are also, I would say people that are here that are here to bring a different level of consciousness Mm -hmm. or a vibration to planet earth that would not exist otherwise. Mm -hmm. And there are ones that are here learning from what earth has to offer and then taking that back maybe in their next lifetime to where they come from. Right. So there's like very much like, it's like we're all working together. We just forget. Totally. Right. And consciousness is greater than you could ever possibly Mm. comprehend. Way more expansive. It is huger and more grand than you will ever be able to in your three-dimensional brain Mm. even in your 12-dimensional human brain be ever able to Mm. comprehend come on past the tony (laughs) so knowing that when you know trust that there are things that are happening in not only this universe the universe the multiverse Mm. as we're bringing that word in again Mm -hmm. that would probably astound our little 3D brains, mm. little 3D human brains. Some of brains. us that may not even compute. Right. <laughs> so, just of cartoons where the smoke comes out the ears. Exactly. Like, <laughs> just like fry the whole system. Right. Like, doesn't work. Mm. Um, yeah. And if you have like any thoughts or questions about that, like, feel free to send them in. You know, like I said, I, at some point we'll do an episode like that's really does focus more on that cosmic consciousness and just kind of do more of like an actual deep dive on those things. And we have a friend who is a alien, I put that in air quotes, um, who's like very cosmic consciousness and is aware of that and is remembered. So like we might even, yeah, like she's like an amazing teacher, um, especially around like energy and yoga and Kundalini, those types of things. So we might um, bring her on when we do that episode too. Mm -hmm. And we'll interview a real life alien. (laughs) (laughs) We'll let you know when that's coming. Mark your calendar. Yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah. Like anything else you can think of, Tom? Uh. There are a trillion billion things that I can think of to say about aliens, okay. but we'll just leave it at that for Perfect. now. We'll save them for we'll our close deep dive episode. Yeah. All right, y'all. Remember, time is your ally. Time is your friend. It's, it's fine. fine. You've got, you got plenty, plenty of, of time. time. Mm, that was not planned or rehearsed. <laughs> um, so just really find those ways to trust, to be patient, to have grace with yourself and recognize that you have eternity because it's all fine. Thanks for listening. See y'all soon. Hope you enjoyed. Bye. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at it's fine, you're fine, we're fine. And check the link in the bio to find out how to work with us and what we're up to. Remember, it's fine, 
You're fine. We're fine. Your journey is all in perfect order.